Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we hope we have your vote. It's lost in the mid card. Welcome. It is the cusp of AEW full gear. Literally, it's going to be the eve of AEW full gear because we have uh, a special Friday show coming your way uh, due to this week. We uh, moved our recording to Thursday this week. And so we have AEW full gear coming at you this Saturday on pay-per-view. We're going to break down the card talk about dynamite from the uh, the previous week and uh, give you our predictions at the end of the show also talk the rest of the shows from this week and a few headlines as well but first thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host enabling us to be on itunes spotify and any of your favorite podcasting apps all you need to do is search for lost in the midcard hit that subscribe button that way you know every time a new episode comes your way typically every wednesday but when you hit that subscribe button You'll know a new episode comes your way on a different time like we are this week. So make sure to hit that subscribe or on YouTube, hit the bell icon to be notified every time a new episode comes your way. And on YouTube, links are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost the midcard, as well as our Twitter at LATMC podcast. And uh, I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at raw F showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? We're on the road to full gear, baby. Doing good. Full gear. Full gear. Someone's. Someone say full gear. Oh, I'm saying about full gear. Haven't had. A- I'm saying about maybe the most stacked <laughs> wrestling pay per view of 2020. Full fucking gear. That's what I said. Recognize. Yeah, I. It's going to be a damn good show. That's for damn sure. Um, it's such good shit. Yeah, there you go. He would really have to fuck up to, to, to ruin the show. I was like... like the... Yeah. And, you know, the pay-per-views uh, usually almost always deliver, always make it worth your money. So, um, you know... I think uh, I think it's going to be good, a very good show. Probably some surprises there. I mean, they're already teasing a, re- a debut or return. I don't know what are the, Seems what like are they... a debut from the way the the advertisements going. Some kind of free agent coming into the company. Yeah, a lot of people talking about it. I gave my opinion on my article at Sportskeeda earlier this week. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who that that'll be. Let's talk AEW. Dynamite. Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Dynamite. Last night for us, as we're recording on Thursday night this week, we uh, we got dynamite, dynamite, and uh, we kick things off with uh, with MJF and Wardlow against Ortiz and Sammy Guevara, and uh, I must say that was a a a, a pretty. Uh, a pretty good start to the evening. Uh, no surprise with uh, with uh, MJF and Wardlow getting the win since uh, we got the big match, Jericho and, and MJF coming at you at uh, at full gear. So 
no big it, it, it would it would have made no sense otherwise. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Miro took on Trent. Very uh, Miro's uh, singles debut. Um, very good match there, I thought. Um, of course, Trent is a, uh, you know, Trent is one of the, uh, a, a tremendous wrestler in his own right there, and uh, uh, Miro dominant for a lot of it. So, uh, thought that was pretty good. Uh, Team Taz came out talking about how they're not on full gear. But by the end of the promo by Taz, he states that they'll have a presence at Full Gear. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he means by that, Matt. Any idea? I don't know. I hope I hope they don't get involved in the TNT title match. Yeah. That would, that would be my main worry. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I don't know what exactly uh, what what they're planning, but it sounds like they're going to be there. Uh, Bucks and Private Party had themselves a good match. At the end of the match, FTR attacking uh, the Bucks. Hangman comes out to make the save, and uh, so did uh, so did uh, so did Kenny. Kenny. And then they uh, they got they got uh, in each other's faces a little bit. Always love uh, when Hangman wears that uh, that fancy cowboy shirt <laughs> with the the red rose on it. That's, are, are, are we sure that's fancy? Oh, it's fancy, man. I'll take your word for it, pal. <laughs> there, there ain't no doubt about it. That is a fancy shirt. Uh, how about that face to face with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston? That was uh, intense, so to speak. Um, very personal. Of course, there was uh, the edict that Kingston could not get physical with Moxley or he'd lose his title shot. So uh, Moxley was pushing a lot of buttons. I, I really enjoyed uh, this exchange, Matt. I Dude, it was one of the best back and forth promos I've seen on pro wrestling period all year. I mean, it was it was amazing. Uh, we got a vignette from Pac. We haven't heard from Pac in a while. Uh, maybe once since he's this been out for awesome. seven months. Yeah. Uh, he's back next week. I guarantee it. You don't think he's at full gear? No, I don't. I think they're going to save him. Due to the fact that Pence is facing um, Phoenix again next week, that's when Pac returns. Do you think he uh, tr- tries to take the brothers away? Oh, from- I do. I, I think I think they're going to split off. I think it's going to be the death triangle against uh, – Butcher and then Butcher and the Blade. Uh, I kind of felt that way too. Yeah, yeah. I, then I think it's going to be hashtag good shit, pal. It's such good shit. Like that? Do ya? Never can get. Uh, we got to have. Can never get through an episode without having Kaz on the show, right? Probably not. Do ya? <laughs> Uh, Red Velvet, uh, who you've seen on AEW Dark a lot, a lot, uh, <laughs> looking like she's uh, got a partnership with Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, because Brandy refers to her as Little Brand Brand. And uh, yeah, she took out Nyla Rose. That didn't end well. Of course, it didn't. I loved Vicky's promo at the end of the match. She even bullshit got... officer. <laughs> oh, Vicky cussing on the mic. I love it. 
That was uh... I love how Brandy tried to stand up to her Nyla Rose. Like, what? What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I popped. I loved it. There's just been no build for this match, though, man. No, and, and like Cody tried to explain it on the uh, on the media call today. He basically said, like, some matches, like he said, the pro wrestling fan over the last twenty years has been conditioned that. Every single match has to have a storyline behind it. And he basically said in, in AEW, some matches are just going to happen because they're the number one ranked contender and it's and they're getting a shot at the title. And you don't have to overthink it. And that was pretty much his explanation. Um, do you, what do you think of that explanation? I think it's kind of lame. Um, but honestly, I feel like I, I'm wondering if Britt's not 100% yet. Yeah. And they were dragging their feet and waiting to see if Britt was like 100% good to go for, for a match with Sheeta. And when she wasn't, they were they were like, well, fuck, we got to do something. Let's just get a shot to Nyla Rose. <clears throat> that's, that's the only thing I feel like had to have happened because Sheeta's got to retain. Yeah. So she can face Britt Baker. And lose to Britt Baker. And lose, yeah, yeah. Britt Baker's Britt Baker's got it's Britt Baker's got to hold that title in twenty twenty one for a while. Um, but Britt facing Nyla doesn't make any fucking sense. So they can't do that. No. Um. So yeah, to me, like she does, she has to win. She has to. Yeah. Main event: six man tag. Cody and the Gun Club took on Colt Cabana, John Silver, and Ten. From the Dark Order, very, uh, very good uh, six-man tag. And um, Cody, one of the, the best promo men in the business, cutting another good one at the end of the show. Oh, boy, Matt, uh, another New Japan tease uh, with, with Tanahashi mentioning the ace. I don't know. He's been referring to that title as the ace belt Yeah, um, for, for months now. I think people are reading too much into it. There's a lot of New Japan references, though. So, I, I look. I agree. There's been some, some New Whoops. Japan references lately, but I think that particular one, Cody's been referring to that title as that for a while. I think people were overthinking that. I, I was moving the soundboard and I accidentally hit. You stupid idiots! <laughs> Sorry. Honest, honestly, I think. Um, I think. Yeah. I think. I think Darby wins on Saturday. Because serious, oh, ser- seriously, think about why have Darby faced Cody four times since the company's launched, only to only to time limit him once and then lose the next three times. Like yeah. I feel like he has to win now. Yeah, and that's the perfect time. You freaking Darby wins the title, Cody snaps and turns heel. Well, um. Breaking news from uh, yesterday. Breaking news. Well, it broke yesterday. Uh, that uh, not really breaking. Yeah. Well, uh, that uh, <laughs> WWE abandoned the trademark of Cody Rhodes. Cody kind of mentioned uh, about uh, two names in his promo too last night. Uh, so he kind of mentioned he might be going back to Cody Rhodes now that uh, it's been announced. It was kind of a a deal. Cody yeah, gets, oh, it was a deal. Uh, Cody <laughs> got his name. 
in exchange for uh, the uh, the match beyond and slammer slamboree trademarks that uh, his dad had come up with. Uh, so it was kind of a, a little deal there uh, that Cody would abandon those trademarks and again uh, get his name back. Um, Cody said that uh, as of this morning, he once again has two names. Um, so the way he uh, talked, the way he talked about it on the on the on the media call today. I don't foresee him using it on AEW. Like, I still think he's going to be called the American Nightmare Cody. But I think if, like, Jim Ross or somebody refers to him as Cody Rhodes, it's going to be okay now. Yeah. Uh, He seemed to be more interested in using it for outside projects, like like the, the Go Big Show. Yeah. To be referred to as Cody Rhodes instead of just Cody. Um. So, like, that's the way he played it off on the call. I mean, obviously, that can change. Um, I, I, that, I saw, that was my understanding from from the way he talked about it today. Uh, I saw an interesting theory that he goes he goes he to that he already received he shot it down on the call today. What, what was I going to say? That he was going to well, Cody can't challenge for the AW World Title again, but Cody Rhodes can. Yeah, I he that's... shot it down. He shot it down on the call today. He's like, I'm never going to challenge for that title again. Uh, it doesn't matter if I change my name or any of that stuff. He he was like, I, I, um, I he's like, I'm not doing it. Oh, there so, will be there will be a story down the line where he uh, clashes with MJF again and wins the right to challenge it'll happen man i hope i hope not you want cody you don't ever want cody it's not that i don't want cody to ever i don't it's not that i don't want cody to ever be the world champion i want (laughs) i want stipulations and match results to matter in AEW. and that's exactly why the young bucks absolutely positively cannot lose on saturday night nxt from last night coming off of what was a really good halloween havoc show uh, tremendous Halloween Havoc show. I thought um, from top to bottom, I thought it was really well done. Um, Dakota Kai, Ember Moon kicked things off. Really good match. I, they went about 15 minutes. Uh, uh, thanks to Raquel Gonzalez. Um, Kai gets a, the, a surprising win, obviously, with Ember Moon just now. Uh, returning, bat, uh, returning to NXT uh, on fire as well. Um, but, of course, it wasn't really a necessarily clean win. Still a, a very good match with those ladies. Um, Kushida and Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has been just cracking me up ever since the uh, the Halloween Havoc match. Uh, the the scared Cameron Grimes is is pretty damn funny. I'm glad he's cracking somebody up because I'm not entertained by him at all. Oh come on, man! Sorry, just not. Kushida. He doesn't make, he doesn't make me laugh. Kushida with a big win. Uh, many speculate that he might be going for Finn Balor soon, Matt, and uh, I could see it. He won that big. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they've pushed him hard enough to put him up against Branch yet. No. Yeah, yeah, he won the big triple threat against one former champion, uh, one that we figured would be champion by now, but now he's kind of gotten in his own way. So it'll be a while before he's ever NXT champion in Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Killian Dane, Drake Maverick took on Dollar Store Young Bucks, Ever Rise, 
and uh, <laughs> they were wait a uh, minute. They were interrupted by uh, the the foursome of Pat McAfee, the extremely ripped Pete Dunn, and uh, Lorcan and Birch. I uh, I absolutely enjoyed uh, Pat McAfee's promo here, Matt. And uh, I love the whole segment. I, uh, the in the car, stealing the camera, cut the promo. I liked it all. Uh, and and uh, man, that was pretty graphic there with uh, Killian Dane blood on the on the ground uh, after getting his head crushed in the car door. I wasn't PJ. No, no. <laughs> that was. Uh, I didn't expect like that graphic of a of a scene after they drove off but uh, uh i thought it was a tremendous segment obviously we're heading to war games with this uh we're gonna get all eight men beating the shit out of each other and matt what it, what regal comes out and says what war games <laughs> pete dunn just looks like a fucking terminator right now doesn't he yeah, I'm not sure I like the new look though. Too lean. Yeah, he's he's almost too lean. Like he didn't eat during the entire quarantine. <laughs> he, like all he did was just sit there with like freaking. All he did was just sit there the and do bicep curls for six <laughs> six months. Like, just, dude, sat, did you eat? Did you eat a sandwich? Like, he just what ate, the fuck, Pete? He just ate lunch meat and he just ate lunch meat and sat on his Bowflex. He didn't have any championship titles to chew on. <laughs> Ah, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart. That was a uh, pretty damn good, wasn't it, Matt? I hated the finish. Oh, because of the distraction, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Like, what was what was the point? Yeah, and, and I uh, and I think Shotzi really overacted over the freaking a little bit. Yeah, the tank. I'm just like, come on, man. Yeah, at least uh, you know. At least, uh, at least uh, Tony was a little compassionate to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a little bit of an overreaction for the tank. I mean, it is what. It, who was in the scream mask though? Oh, it's gonna be Andy. It's gonna be Andy Hartwell. I think so. Um, okay. But she was. She was. Um, she got stuck in the in the in the COVID protocol. So they. So it wasn't her at Havoc, but it'll eventually. But- it, it it was designed to be her at Halloween Havoc, and it was designed to be her last night. But it when when it's unmasked, it's going to be Indy Harwell. That that's the plan. But the fact is, they just they can't have her. They can't have her on TV at the moment. Maybe maybe next week. I, I don't know how long the, I don't know how long their protocol WWE runs their protocol. <clears throat> so maybe she'll maybe she'll be back next week. Uh. Jake Atlas gets a cheap shot in on Raul Mendoza with a, either a bat or a pipe uh, and, and drives off, leading, uh, 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 leaving uh, Santos Escobar with a, a smile on his face. Probably because he's proud, because uh, that, that looks like something he would have done himself. Uh, Timothy Thatcher is Thatch's Thatch can. Do you, do you like these things here? Uh, uh, the, no. You don't like them at all? No. I like I dig them. I dig them. I just I don't care about Timothy Thatcher. If he's he's just he's very 
boring and bland to me. And I just, there's, it's just whatever. Like, <clears throat> I, I just don't care about, I just don't care about them. Uh, Zia Lee gets yet another letter from home. Um, <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, she's, I guess, getting threatened by her family. And if you win or we kill you. Yeah, don't start winning matches. Like, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But. That's, about, that's about the gist of it, I think, uh, is my guess. Uh, so she, uh, Regal agrees to give her a match with Raquel Gonzalez next week. We'll see what happens there. Um, it looks like we are heading towards Io Shirai Rhea Ripley for the title uh, the next takeover. I don't know how that why they, why they didn't put it on Candice. I they should have, I thought. But they almost thought it was going to be a given with Gargano winning right off the bat at Halloween Havoc, but uh nope. But uh I mean Ripley and Shirai is going to be a hell of a match. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Ripley becomes two-time here, Matt. I mean, she deserves it. They've they fucked her around more than long enough. Yeah, <laughs> she had to deal with um, Robert Stone. She had to deal with Robert Stone for a while. So, yeah, man. Like, look if it, look if they're finally decided, hey, it's time to put this woman back on track. I'm all for it. But they've done a lot of damage to her since WrestleMania. Like, they really need to. They really need to fix. They need to fix that girl. A lot of oh, you know what? I, I changed my mind on that. I, I don't think Io is gonna, or I don't think Rhea is gonna would take it from her because there are heavy. Well, actually, it was an interview with Shotzi Blackheart on a on some kind of show uh, that kind of insinuated Rhea's getting called up soon. So, God, I hope not. Not for, I hope not for her sake. I don't know. I think she'd get pushed. Well, we look. We saw. We we already saw what happened to her at WrestleMania. I don't have any faith. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, look that, how long it, that's going to happen. Look how long it's taken for them to do something with Bianca Belair. <laughs> Next week on NXT, uh, Lorcan and Birch, Brizango rematch for the tag team titles, and Gargano against a mystery opponent for the North American Championship. Any inklings on who the mystery opponent is, Matt? I have no idea. And main event. Champa and Velveteen Dream uh, was uh, a fairly good one with Champa getting the win there. I wouldn't hate a Champa Kushida Balor triple threat down the line, man. I don't think anybody would. <laughs> no. uh, you know, you got Champa gets the win there, uh, effectively ending that feud. Kushida got the win in the triple threats. If you keep elevating both guys going forward, it could be a could be a pretty good one. But uh, I think NXT followed up nicely with uh, their uh, uh, from a great Halloween havoc. So I thought it was a very good Wednesday, Matt. Yeah, can't hate. I actually I thought it was better than their Halloween havoc show. Um, but there there were still some finishes that I just left me going eh. Um, but I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a better show than that. But I, I thought I thought Dynamite was great. So yeah, yeah, it was. Impact Wrestling. We learned that Johnny Bravo lived, and uh, 
Sherlock Dreamer is on the case. Oh, boy. And uh, I loved Demore's line at the end of the segment. Uh, <laughs> by the time this is all done, he's going to want to be shot. <laughs> uh, good shit, pal. We kick things off with the Impact Knockouts Championship, Sue Young against Deanna Perrazzo. And uh, that ended in a DQ, so apparently we are are not not done with that feud, Matt. But uh, <laughs> oh yay! Heath and Rhino uh, in the conference room looking to uh, for Heath to sign that new deal, but uh, old can't pull one over Demore, can you? Fuck uh, you, Demore, you bitch. Uh, Demore knew that uh, Heath was hurt, so. Uh, uh, he'll be waiting. The contract will be waiting for him when he's healthy and ready to return. Fuck him. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Fuck it over, Heath. He's got kids. Chris Bay, Trey Miguel had a, a good match there uh, with a couple of the X Division dudes. Locker room talk with Madison Rain and Johnny Swinger. And uh, the guests were. Uh, Jordan Grace and Steele Dashwood and uh, Madison's uh, goal for this edition of locker room talk was to possibly pair up to Neil Dashwood and Jordan Grace and to Dashwood started talking it up. But in the end, she wanted a former knockouts tag team champion on her team with Madison rain. And she agreed. So there's your team there. And uh, then they take some, uh, they take some photos with uh uh, Caleb with a K. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, Matt, if uh, in this tournament Jordan Grace has a very uh, a surprise tag a surprise tag partner. I have no idea who it would be at this point, but I, I think she may come with a surprise. Uh, I don't know who's out there to be to be honest, but that's my thought. Is there anybody else that you would think of that you would pair with? Nothing coming to mind right now, no. There are, I mean, obviously, uh, I think it's an eight-team tournament, right? So there's obviously going to be uh, debuts and surprises. I, I would think so. I, I would think they're. I think I would think they're going to be bringing, bringing bringing women in for this, even if they're not going to be staying with the company long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think you'll see some. Like, I would not be surprised to see ODB, yeah. for example, like in yeah. this tournament. I mean, she was the last knockout tag team champion. I kind of feels like she deserves to uh have that shot yeah so, and yeah it's gonna be like may young classic where they bring in some women just for this tournament and uh i thought i thought uh rohit raju and tjp had a, a pretty good promo pretty good back and forth in the ring there uh i really enjoyed that uh we're clearly setting up uh for that match as we'll find out later in the show. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, right before Ethan Page took on Doc Gallows, DeMore told both gentlemen that TJP will get a shot and uh, none of Rohit's shenanigans. And if TJP does not win, he cannot challenge for the title when Ro- as long as Rohit is champion. Uh, Doc Gallows beat Ethan Page. And uh, 
Gia Miller interviews Swaggle, so apparently Swaggle's sticking around with, with Impact for a while. I, yeah, I was surprised by this, but I don't hate it. Um, I think uh, I think a, a feud with Brian Myers could be interesting. Honestly, I mean, they're real life friends, and they can use that as part. They already did. I've used as it as long part as of the Matt story. Cardona doesn't show up, I'm good. I know because I'm still holding out on that man getting his AEW contract. If he shows what? up an Impact, I'm gonna cry. Any idea why? What's going on there? I don't know what's going on. I, the only thing I, the only thing I can assume, and I have not heard this from anybody. I'm not reporting this. Don't freaking take this as gospel or fact. When I tell you I've heard it from a source, I've heard it from a source. I have not heard this from anybody. This is me speculating. I speculate that maybe AEW went to Cardona with a contract offer and Cardona didn't like the money value. And maybe they're in some kind of standstill over money. I, I, that's the only thing I can assume because AEW is continuing to sign people right now and they didn't sign him. And I'm just wondering, like, why? And like the only thing I could come up with is maybe something to do with money. Other than that, I like like legitimately I don't know why he's not signed to a contract yet. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um Cody Diener took on Johnny Swinger. Swinger with the win uh, off the loaded fanny pack. Uh Moose comes to the ring, cuts a promo, got attacked by uh uh Willie Mack. Uh, in retaliation for the parking lot attack from the week before. Um, I'm kind of seeing what they're doing with Moose now, Matt. I think they're trying to turn him into – I think he's turned him into EC3. What a terrible idea. Terrible. It's just what it looked like on when I me watching. Oh, I, oh, I know. It doesn't make it any less terrible. Uh, Detective Dreamer uh, narrowing down his list of suspects. I think it's someone that – uh, was not in the room. I think it was uh, somebody that's not in that room. Well, who do you think it was then? I don't know. I, th- I don't think Impact would do a list of suspects and then have it be none of them. So I think it's going to be one of them. I think it's going to be some surprise guy. I liked. I, I loved what uh, Father James Mitchell was saying. He's such an angel. <laughs> we all know better. Yeah, but I don't think he did it. No, I'd be too obvious. Yeah, I, I think I think he's the uh, he, I think he's the most obvious answer, and that's why I absolutely think it wasn't him. No, I just think it's someone on the outside, possibly, but I don't know. Maybe it was Scott Demore. <laughs> wow. Oh. Boy, what happened? Just, just, just you, oh. you accusing Scott Tamore trying to kill Johnny Bravo. I mean, he's 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 kind of losing it lately with all the things going on. So no, I don't know. I I think it's someone that wasn't in in the wedding in that room. I think it's a surprise. I mean, it ain't gonna be like a gigantic surprise or anything, but. It's gonna. There's gonna be a swerve in there somewhere, or maybe Dreamer did it. <clears throat> that would be kind of funny. Yeah, match I time. I don't, I don't think he did it, but it would be kind of funny if he did. And in your main event, Rich Swan and Eddie Edwards take on Eric Young and Sammy Callahan. Eric Young and Sammy Callahan. That'd be a good team. Uh, the good guys get the win. Uh, 
at the end, uh, Shamrock comes and attacks both guys, and the bad guys stand tall at the end of Impact. So there you have it. Smack down of the Friday variety. Um, we kick things off with uh, with uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Jey Uso. And uh, yet another good segment with those guys. Um, we'll, we'll advance that story a little later in the show, as you'll, you'll find out. Uh, Survivor Series qualifying match, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler. Great match. Uh, outcome was probably never in doubt with KO getting the win, joining the team there. But a, a very good match with two very capable wrestlers. Uh A very weird interview with Lars Sullivan and Corey Graves. I'll just put it at that. Well, if I'm for, if I'm forced to be nice, <laughs> I will say Lars did the absolute best he could possibly do with the material that he was given. Yeah, because we know he can cut a promo, but like yeah, that, that was, that was that just was, it was bad. That was just the worst it was the worst yeah like, I mean, lars wasn't just, bad lars wasn't bad here it was the the creative it was the it was the creative material which they were given to work with Stupid idea from bad creative. oh you know it buddy who would have known that line would be able to be used for almost probably all of all of it all of the rest of vince's life probably right shut up oh. me. yeah yeah I get Eli in the in the show for for once. Uh, Poor Eli. Yeah. God, I wish he was somewhere. Is he doing that weird yeah. gimmick on Tuesday nights? Because I don't know. Because I don't watch it. Has he been? Has he been on that at all? Yeah, I think he was once. Yeah. I mean, at least he's doing something. Yeah. Uh, qualifying match: Triple Threat: Natalia, Bianca Belair, Billy Kay. Uh, the uh, that match was never in doubt. I don't think, with as much as they've been pushing Bianca lately. Uh, Carmella with a another vignette. She's probably going to be the final or a member of the Survivor Series team, if I would guess. Can't wait not to care about that. Uh, the never-ending story between Murphy and the Mysterios and uh, and Aaliyah and Murphy kiss. And uh, people fight. Rollins fought with Murphy, and Dominic fought with Murphy, and Ray fought with Murphy, and and Aaliyah fights with Murphy, and Aaliyah lip wrestled Murphy. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Um. Oh my! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a good storyline. I liked how it was a, lo- a lengthy one that they actually had some build to it, but it's <laughs> thanks for us course. Um, I don't know. I think it's just run its course. Street Profits took on uh, Cesaro Nakamura. Good little tag match there. Uh, Sami Zayn saying how he's going to beat Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series. Nobody believes that. Probably could probably cheat or something, but 
Or oh, we, we need to get rid of this Raw versus SmackDown thing. I mean, it was kind of interesting with NXT involved, but it's just, it's not like, good. It's, it's honestly, it's ruined <laughs> the Survivor Series concept. Yeah, people are, all, all, all it is is people cutting promos with the camera. Like, I just liked it better when it was just like groups against people. Like, they, look, as shitty as Retribution is, they could have done the Hurt Business and Retribution in a Survivor Series match at Survivor Series. Well, that was probably the but original plan. instead they plan. just threw it on Raw, and they just threw it on Raw and said, fuck it. That was probably the original <laughs> plan until they saw the, the, the feedback on Retribution. and still think regardless they should they should have done. They still should have done it. Sasha Banks uh, cut a promo as champion. Bailey coming out, reminding everybody that that uh, Sasha's never successfully defended a title in her life. So that'll all change. I'm thinking. I think Sasha finally get finally finally retains one, Matt. I hope so. Your main event qualifying match for survivor series daniel bryan jay uso tremendous match uh jay winning clean over daniel bryan you understand uh, now jb what do you understand understand what do you understand now no he understands now do you? <laughs> uh obviously I, daniel bryan has been one of the catalysts for pushing uh, Jey Uso, and uh, obviously Roman Reigns is another one of them. Uh, so uh, a good, clean win against a world champion is continuously uh, elevating Jay. But uh, we did not expect the heel turn so soon, did we, Matt? Uh, I don't know. I kind of expected him to fall in line relatively quickly. I don't know if I expected it on the very first show. but Yeah, I thought they'd draw it out a little bit, but... Uh, Jay Dunn beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan, didn't he? Poor Daniel. Daniel's like, beat my ass so I can go back home. Yeah, I'm that's bored. basically it. Write me off TV for a while. Uh, let me produce shows from home. I'm bored being here. Just waiting for my contract to run out so I can go to AEW. <laughs> At least he's on the A show. That's it's so, am- it's so amazing to know that that in, in 2020, he the worst wrestling show on a Monday through Friday basis is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, does that not blow your mind? Not really, because it sucked for a while now. I mean, overall, because there was a time where SmackDown was the better show a couple of years ago, even too. And then there was like a little bit of a switch and then it, it flipped right back shortly after so <clears throat> uh your new 14 time wwe champion randy orton kicks off uh raw this evening uh interrupted by alexa bliss and uh, she's playing some games with orton i'm just I, I, she alexa's gonna eat an rko eventually i think book that put that in the book uh the, the lights go out, but it wasn't The Fiend. It was a Claymore kick from uh, Drew McIntyre. <coughs> uh, and then Miz, Miz tries to cash in, but McIntyre says, uh, nope, nope, you're not going to. And uh, so he thwarted the cash in. 
It's good to see a cash in attempt, Matt. It feels like it's been forever since we've seen one of those. I don't know. I just I'm I'm not feeling the whole I like I feel like the only reason Randy Orton is WWE champion right now is because they didn't want to feed Drew to, to Reigns. That's probably it. So, just, like, just the idea that by do in, in by doing so, that means Orton and Drew must continue past Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I am just, I am so fucking sick of this feud, man. I I totally expect Drew to get the title back, and on the same night, Miz cashes in and gets it. I I I feel like they're going to give Drew the second like reign in the books, like the, the second reign in the books, but it's going to be the beat the shit out of each other so hard that, that Miz ca- uh, takes advantage and cashes in probably TL. Well, probably because uh, I, uh, if the fiend is involved, I'm, I guarantee almost guarantee you it's going to be drew Randy and fiend TLC match at TLC. They're going to beat the fuck out of each other. And Miz takes advantage because TLC match, they're they're going to beat the holy shit out of each other, and so I, I fully expect Miz to cash in at TLC, but give Drew an on paper second title reign. You know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I I can't help but feel like when Miz cashes in, he's going to blow it. You know what I mean? We'll see what happens. Oh, whale and mercy! You know what I mean? <laughs> One of the one of the uh, inspirations for the original Bray Wyatt character. Everything lies in Whale and Mercy's hands. That's why. That's why the buzzard. You know what I mean. That's why the buzzard's named Mercy. Those promos were so good, though. Old Dan Spivey. Uh, Miz Classic nineties pe- WWE. Oh, uh, Miz pissed off that uh, Drew screwed up his uh, Drew screwed up his uh, cash and attempts, so he challenges uh, him and Morrison challenged Drew to a two on one handicap match. Uh, you know, I was half joking that uh, Elias and Jeff Hardy last week on the show. I was half joking that they were going to do a guitar on a pole match. It's all your post, all your fault. Yep, it's all mine and Jeff Jeff Jarrett's fault. Uh, Jeff Hardy with the win. I, I like Jeff Hardy coming off the turnbuckle with the guitar, though. That was kind of cool. Um, but Hardy gets the win. Can this feud really end right now? Uh, for some reason, they have a women's title tag team title match with Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. It's like they're they're going to be on the same team here in a couple weeks, and now we're gonna have, we're gonna have a, a title match with them. Okay, two titles. Lana should have caused the title change. I stand by that. That would have been cool. Yeah, I was, I was, I was cautiously optimistic. Instead, Dana Brooke taps out after a four-minute match. Our our truth thought he was meeting Bobby Boucher. <laughs> no, he's in a match with Bobby Lashley. And uh, he met he uh, poor our truth. He met he met Nelson from Simpsons and uh, tapped out real quick. And uh, then uh, Drew Gulak came in and stole the twenty four seven title. I thought at first Lashley was gonna when he when he uh, beat the shit out of Gulak. I thought uh, I thought Lashley was gonna be uh, be a dual champion there for a minute. 
AJ Styles comes out. Uh, he he claims himself to be the captain of Survivor Series. Does anybody care who's captain? I don't fucking care. It's like lazy booking 101. Uh, we, we don't know what to do, so let's run this captain angle again. I don't know. But uh, AJ's great, and uh, Strowman, uh, Strowman came out and said he wanted to be on the team. And uh, AJ says that you have to earn your way to be on the team. And so uh, a triple threat match with two of the guys on the team, Keith Lee and Sheamus. And if Strowman won, he would get himself on the team. And um, by far, Matt, this is probably the best thing on Monday night, wasn't it? This triple threat match. Probably, yeah. It was a good match. Kind of funny, Sheamus has had uh, two great matches in a row on Monday Night Raw lately, uh, showing the uh, the worth of Sheamus coming well, over. Well, they let over. Sheamus work with somebody that's not the same old, you know, Shorty G or mm-hmm. Apollo Crews. I mean, the dude can have great matches, and he's great <clears throat> against other big guys. You know, like, he has some of his most entertaining matches when he's in there with, like, another big, big dude. So I feel like that's where Sheamus really shines. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sheamus and uh, Drew for the title sometime in 2021. Yep. Yep. They're uh, playing as best friends, longtime friends right well, now. They were. They, they, they used to be a tag team before they were in WWE together. Yep. Yep. They wrestled in Europe together when Drew got started wrestling. Um. So, yeah, there's going to be a point where Sheamus turns on Drew. And uh, they start a good – what will be a, a pretty damn good feud, I'd assume. <laughs> Firefly Funhouse. All the old swear jar. <laughs> I kind of chuckled at the swear jar. Um, Nia Jax is back as well. Creative probably forgot we didn't put Lana through a table yet, so – Love we'll Nia Jax against Lana and, and then put Lana through the table again. <laughs> VIP lounge with uh, MVP in the Hurt Business and uh, the New Day. I thought this was a great back and forth promo between these guys. Um, and uh, I went on a little too long, personally. Um, I, I overall I thought it was good. Yeah, entertaining. Uh, your classic WWE non-title win for the uh, the, uh, the the non-title holders of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. This was also a very good match with uh, with Kofi and, and Xavier. Um, the only thing that didn't make any sense to me is that MVP pretty much stated um, in in his promo that this was this was a t- for the tag titles. Did he? I missed it. Yeah, he said he said their reward for mm. taking out retribution was, was a tag was a was a tag team title shot. Yeah, I knew. Okay, I did hear that. Um, and then it was just like, oh, oh, I, they got the pin. I'm like, oh shit, new champs. And then nothing happened. Yeah, I did hear that, but uh, I guess maybe it was the reward was to get them in the picture. I don't know. And well, then they win the uh, match, and now yeah, they get they, a title. Whatever it is, like whatever it is, they sure as fuck didn't work it right. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. Poor Tucker uh, split from heavy machinery and, and jobs to ricochet in 45 seconds. 
and then uh, ricochet jobs to retribution. <laughs> hey, so retribution actually beat somebody up this week, Matt. Yeah, but they beat up a guy who's been getting beaten up consistently all of 2020. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't write any ship. You literally did a five-on-one yeah. against a guy who's getting beat up one-on-one almost for yeah. the entire fucking year. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking joke. Like, freaking Ali on, on Twitter before Raw, then Retribution's going to write the ship tonight. You didn't write nothing. You wrote nothing. Fix your fucking group or just let it die. Uh, and and uh, <clears throat> yeah, another another decent match uh, on Raw. Three of them. Three good matches on Raw this week. Uh, the handicap match pretty good with Miz and Morrison as McIntyre and uh, McIntyre getting the win. And uh, RKO out of nowhere to end the night. We couldn't have predicted that a million miles away. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so, so fucking obvious. So an okay raw. Uh, it was. A, it, it was. It's a low bar. It wasn't completely offensive. It's a low bar. It was still the worst show of the week. Uh, heading to headlines. Two K announcing details for SuperCard Season Seven, which nobody plays anymore. Burn in hell, cat daddy. They're bringing war games to to. Super With three Card. rings. <laughs> Again, showing that still seven years developing this game, the idiots that do it still don't watch the fucking product. Yeah. I gave up on that game a long time ago. Crash. Uh, some sad news uh, came down last week. Uh, Tracy Smothers passing away. Yeah. Who had a long career in WCW. Uh, with as a part of the Southern Boys or the Young Pistols, also he was in uh, ECW as a member of the FBI. Um, was in the WWF, of course, uh, wrestled down south as well, Memphis, Smoky Mountain. So um, uh, he's battle. He was battling lymphoma. So uh, some sad news there from uh, a good, a good uh, uh, one of the one of the good guys uh, in professional wrestling. If you if you saw any uh, tweets regarding. Uh, regarding Tracy, a uh, great guy. Uh, for the first time, uh, AEW is putting their pay-per-views on DVD. So you can, purchase, you can purchase all of their shows at shopaew.com because who buys DVDs anymore? But hey, maybe you want to you collect them. Have at it. Ah. <sighs> It's been announced that MLW has uh, signed a brand new deal with BN Sports, so uh, they will stay with uh, with that network. Uh, and, and MLW Fusion will continue to air on Saturday nights. <laughs> WWE has posted a job opening seeking a music group coordinator. Maybe they realized all of their new music themes suck a fucking dick. So bad. So bad. So I kind of chuckled when I saw that. Renee Paquette, or uh, as we all know, as Renee Young, the beautiful wife of John Moxley. Uh, official details have now come out on her cookbook. Messy in the Kitchen, My Guide to Eating Deliciously, Hosting Fabulously, and Sipping Copiously. A lot of Lees in there. Uh, May 8th, 
of the 21 is when the book comes out. And so a little, uh, little detail, a little, uh, a little detail of the book, um, and all, all, all sorts of the fun stuff you can expect out of that. Uh, yet another weird and questionable WWE name change. Matt Riddle is now going to be known as Riddle. Have you heard why? Vince. Apparently Vince really liked his match with Sheamus. And you know, when Vince takes an interest in somebody, there goes one of your names, pal. Nope, that's actually not why, but uh Oh, I've heard I've heard the conspiracy theory as of why. Well but I don't I don't I don't believe that that's really the reason. The Google Are you search? referring to the court case? Yeah, where you Google search Matt Riddle as opposed yeah, to Riddle. I, see, I don't I don't I don't think that's <laughs> I I don't think I don't think WWE's that smart. Prove me wrong. Um you know, I just said to uh, uh, Fusion on Saturdays, but uh, literally the next day after the BN Sports, uh, if I'm reading this right, MLW is going to Wednesdays. Oh. Odd. Are, Odd. They, are they are they doing like the seven the seven p.m. time slot? Yep. Six. Yeah, I, I heard I heard rumors about that, which really isn't uh, really isn't a bad idea. Starts on uh, November eighteenth. I mean, a little bit, a little bit of a lead into your to your dynamite or your NXT. Yeah, sounded funny at first, but then I saw the time the time slot. So, uh, WWE has filed for trademark then now and forever. Either they had to renew that. They didn't or... I was gonna say? Didn't they have that already? I don't know. For as long as they've been using it, you damn well better have that shit trademarked. I don't know, but they just filed for it on the twenty sixth of October. I hope that was for a renew. I I, I, I really so I really want to believe that that's all that was. Holy, holy fucking shit! Because we I always talk about trademarks on the on the on the headlines, and I'm pretty sure I think I've seen I've said that they trademarked the noun forever before. So that has to be a renewal. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm <clears> go I'm going to assume that that's that's what that is. And uh, they're continuing to trademark uh, UK. Uh, speaking of UK, uh, at Ilya Walter match, fucking good boy. Uh, Zaya Brookside and Tyson T Bone also um, trademarked. As we uh, talk about someone maybe debuting with AEW, uh, uh, boy, wouldn't it be great to have this guy in as a manager somewhere? As uh, it had been announced, or not announced, but uh, uh, recognized by people that Sting's merchandise has been pulled from the WWE shop, so that means he's no longer under contract, a la, of course, what, uh, with Brock Lesnar, what happened uh, <clears throat> once his contract had run out. Uh, I would very much love to see Sting in a managerial role in AEW. Uh, obviously, remains to be seen, but I would love to see it, Matt. We'll see what happens. I, like, I don't feel... I, I feel like his asking price is going to be way too high, and I yeah. feel like AEW could definitely use their their money on on something else that would be more um cost effective right now. That they would get more bang out of their buck because you're not going to get any real bang out of your buck for staying other than name value because the dude ain't going to work. 
I mean, he's he's freaking 61 years old with a bad neck. Like, you can't put him in the ring. No. And just, I just, I just don't know, you know, what you could do at that point. Uh, WWE is partnering with A&E on two documentaries on WWE talents. Um, the partnership was originally announced in April of last year. There'll be documentaries on Austin, Booker T, Roddy Piper, Randy Savage. The uh, Austin documentary is currently in production, set to debut in December. And they are working on a documentary about the Ultimate Warrior as well. And uh, multiple sources have confirmed with PW Insider that they have locked in a uh, Bret Hart as part of a future documentary as well, which may, may not necessarily tied within the WWE. But uh, Deadline.com has reported that actor Stephen Amell was injured while performing a stunt on the set of the uh, of the upcoming drama Heels. Uh, no word on uh, where Amell was injured, um, but it sounds like. Uh, while performing a stunt, uh, looks like an injury to his back, and he's resting and recovering at home. And so, what? Uh, a spokesperson said uh, production has not been affected as Amel continues to recoup, uh, recuperate. And uh, also starring in on the show would be uh, is uh, Cody. Cody. That's probably why he had the black hair for a couple weeks. Yep. Yep. Fala Ba has signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling. Bah. So he has now bah. even more, more money than his uh, water cash. That was no, that was what the contract was for. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> SmackDown uh, rebounds in the ratings. Of course, obviously, uh, they dipped really hard when they went to FS1 because of the World Series. Came back strong, 2 million, 2.13 million viewers uh that was actually the biggest audience since the end of august so uh very good rating for smackdown this week uh monday night raw not so much 1.65 million viewers um with a a dismal 1.45 hour three held steady for hours one and two they only lost twenty thousand viewers from hours one and two and of course of course, with the election going on, and uh, obviously was not in the bag on Tuesday, a lot of people tuning into that. Both AEW and NXT saw a dip in ratings as well. AEW down to seven seventeen. NXT uh, fell off the Halloween Havoc numbers and got six ten. I, I don't understand why people are torturing themselves watching the news right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, just wait for the official word to come out and just. And stop driving yourself crazy. Like there's there's no there's no reason for there's no reason for it right now. Watching watching the news ain't gonna change anything. Oh, and it might you be know, over, it might be over as of tonight. So people 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 just need to people need to <laughs> just calm down. Uh, more trademarks filed the WWE on Rampage Brown, Nina Samuels, and Aaliyah James. Your new. Ring of Honor Pure Champion, Jonathan Gresham, the newly married Jonathan Gresham, defeated Tracy Williams in the finals. And Gresham. Called him and uh, Jordan get married? Yeah, I think we talked about that on the show a couple weeks ago. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, 2020 is such a fucking blur, dude. So that means uh, Gresham is a double for champ. Him. Double champ now because he holds the tag titles with Lethal. 
Yeah, it was a really fun tournament. I actually really like ROH's TV presentation that they've had since they've been uh since they've been back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping it continues to be that good now that the tournament's over. But we, I guess, we'll know next week. Yeah, I have not watched uh, Ring of Honor since uh, for a while. It's, I, I honestly, it's 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 been it's been much improved, in in my opinion. So. I would I would say if you're thinking about it now's now's a decent time to pop back on and give it another shot. Yeah, because I mean I don't have I mean there's I, I I've run out of pro wrestling to watch every week. I mean, <laughs> I watched back to back to back AEW NXT and Impact all last night. It's <laughs> a lot of wrestling. Uh, AEW Dark from this week, this past Tuesday. Former TNA knockout Leia DiTapa debuted facing Kylan King. Also on the episode, Butcher and the Blade, Sammy Guevara takes on Lee Johnson. I bet that was good. Uh, Private Party and Chaos Project. Uh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman in action. Brandy and Red Velvet in action. Uh, the Dark Order in action. Uh, Will Hobbs, Ricky Starks in action. Alan Angels, Jurassic Express, Darby Allen. Some more Dark Order with Stu and Uno. And Uno. Uh, Ryzen, old buddy of uh, Matt Hardy's, took on Kazarian. And uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens took on Aaron Salau and Angel Fashion. Those dark shows are so long now. Uh, Kylie Ray has announced that uh, she is now no longer a professional wrestler and taking a break from social media. Obviously, dealing with some mental issues and uh, just needs to take some time off going forward. Probably came back too soon after leaving AEW. If she, if we assume that that was why she left AEW in the first place. Yeah. I just, it, to me, it, it says that she's not, <coughs> she's not ready, you know, to be, to be doing this right now. I, I, I don't know. I don't know any other way to put it. AEW wrestling. Launches a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube of AEW games with an announcement set for this Tuesday at 5 Central, 6 Eastern. I hope to God it's for a console game and not a mobile game. Yeah, you and me both. You, you don't hype, to me, you don't hype something like this up for for a week and yeah. then have it be, <laughs> be a mobile game be the mobile game because that's that's gonna piss a lot of people off yep so i'm really i'm really 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 hoping that this is for a console game and look if you want to throw something about a mobile game in there too that's fine because we know that the console game is a ways off so you can announce the console game and be like hey but while you're waiting we're gonna have this cool mobile game Mm -hmm. and you know in that way you know everybody everybody's happy Um, so I, I hope that's what they do, but you know, I'm, I'm nervous because, because I know how, I know, I know how the wrestling game community is and I know how much they're going to lose their shit. If this has been hyped up for a week yeah, and it turns out to be a freaking mobile game. Speaking of mobile games, as if we needed another WWE mobile game. 
Oh, God, I know. WWE announces one called Undefeated, which sounds basically <laughs> the same as everything. Is that, I mean, I, I, oh, I know exactly. I know exactly what it is. It's, um... It's, uh... Is it basically just a reskin Power Rangers game? Yes, it's exactly what it is. It was a, it was a, it was a game called, um... There's Power Legacy. Rangers Legacy Wars, I believe it was called. And there was a that battle was for ended. the grid and a battle for the grid. Well, yeah, what they did is they took Legacy Wars and then they turned it into a full fledged console game called Battle for the Grid. But oh. I mean that's that's what this game is based off of. So there if you want to know if you're gonna like this or not, download Power Rangers Legacy Wars now and try it on Google or iOS. And if you like it, you're gonna like the <laughs> WWE game. If you don't don't even bother downloading the WWE game when it comes out in December because you already know what it is. Is that like Mayhem game still even a thing? I don't know. I haven't heard. If it is, I haven't heard anybody talking about that game in in forever. And then there's like a tap game. What those things are so stupid. Those are for like little kids. Just to tap, 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 tap. And that's all you do tap, is tap. tap, tap. There's no strategy to it. You just tap. Uh, Allison K announces she's officially a free agent, and then literally hours later, or a couple of days later, it was announced that she'll be on the buy-in, taking on Serena Deeb. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I, I I'm not a big Allison K fan, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this goes. I just I just want to see Serena D beat her ass. Uh, a couple of guys that were on AEW Dark. Uh, it was announced during uh, an interview with P and a PW Insider. Tony Khan announces that Anthony Bowens and Max Caster have signed AEW contracts, and their tag team will be known as the Acclaimed going forward. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming those are AEW contracts, not the developmental. Maybe it is the developmental. I don't know. The night, what do they call like the nightmare con, night nightmare factory contract or something like that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, the month of the Undertaker is on WWE Network this month, and a whole uh, they've released a best of the Undertaker, his most bone chilling matches, uh, dating back all the way to '91 when he took on the Ultimate Warrior in a body bag match, uh, a coffin match with Kamala at Survivor Series in '92. The the uh, Boiler Room Brawl with Mankind at SummerSlam 96. Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels at Bad Blood. Uh, casket Match with Shawn Michaels at Inferno Match with Kane. Hell in a Cell with Mankind, of course, at King of the Ring. Uh, biker Chain Match with Taker and Brock Lesnar from 03. And Hell in a Cell with uh, Shane McMahon. One that Matt and I were in per- saw that in person. Leo Rush debuted with Primetime Live this week, and uh, it has also been announced that Leo Rush will make his MLW debut as well. I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see he's sticking around. Yeah, I'm definitely a big Leo Rush fan. So, um, Sean Davari defeated Rocky Romero in the first round for their world title tournament. And uh, Mike Bennett also advanced. 
<clears throat> Next week on uh, Primetime Live, Eli, e- Eli Drake Dummy. Yeah. and James Storm defend their tag team titles against Aaron Stevens and the question mark. Karate. I wonder if Stevens and question mark win and that allows Drake and Storm to leave in it in WA. Because uh, Storm appeared on Impact, as we all know. Storm's contract's up. Yeah. So maybe so. Uh, maybe Drake is is going to... I don't know. Um, uh, they had uh, withheld Scorpio Sky from Dynamite this week as he was exposed to someone with COVID. Uh, but his initial test was negative. But they uh, uh, supposed to have a match on Dynamite, decided to postpone it. Hey, better hey, look. It's better safe than sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Um, man, that really sucks for both of those guys because I feel like they've been fighting to get on dynamite for a while now, and now, like now that that happened, who knows? Who knows when that match is going to happen? And if it does happen, with Spears, yeah, who's to say it doesn't just end up happening on dark now? Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, it, it it sucks. It really sucks for both of them. Uh, internally at Ring of Honor, they believe that both uh, champion ROH champion Ru- uh, Rush and TV champion Dragon Lee will return. At Dude, EC three called him Rush on ROH television, and I was so fucking happy. <laughs> I was so fucking happy. It was amazing. I was like, "Yes, say it right, EC3. That's how it's supposed to be said." I was so I was so happy. Like the fact that they didn't make him redo that and they just left it on television. Oh, I popped so hard. Popped so hard. Jacob Fatu's next challenger for the MLW Championship will be Davy Boy Smith Jr. Um, Mustafa Ali was on uh, After the Bell with Corey Graves revealed that he almost quit wrestling what the WWE will do to you and the trailer is now out for Talking Shop Mania 2 Rise of the Torturer on pay-per-view Friday the 13th of November a week from Friday Talking Shop Mania 2 yeah, right Running after, down. right after SmackDown. Yep, it'll be during SmackDown, actually. No, it's it's ten o'clock. Uh, this says nine eight Central on Fight. Really? I thought it was good. I thought it was going to be ten. This says nine eight Central on the trailer. That might be a bad idea. I I thought for sure they were airing at ten. Unless they're doing a podcast at eight and show at nine. I don't know. Maybe I don't know, man. That's bad. Like, why? Because they, gonna... they did that podcast uh, before the pay per view last time, didn't they? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that's all it is because you want as many wrestling fans to tune in as possible. And on a Friday night, it's going to be difficult enough as it is. You don't want to have to compete with with a free television show. Yeah. So, woof. Uh, I just woof. Woof. <laughs> Full gear is coming at you Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday night. 
That's what I'm here for. 7th of November. Get that into my veins. Eight matches on the card, one on the buy-in. The buy-in is for the NWA World Women's Championships, Serena Deeb, Allison Kay. Uh, Since Allison Kay is uh, no longer with the NWA, I'm going to assume Serena Deeb wins this match. Still. (laughs) Getting bumped up to the main card. Johnny Hungy, John Silver. Johnny Hungy! In Orange Cassidy. I like that uh, AEW has rewarded the uh, the work of John Silver. It's amazing. And uh, I, I thought it was good. It was cool enough that he was getting a buy-in show match on the card, but now it's on the main card. But he ain't winning, is he? No, there's no way. No. Chris Jericho against MJF. If MJF wins, he's in the inner circle. I, I don't think so. I don't think I think Jericho wins this one. I mean, it'd be interesting to see him in it. I, 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 I think I think MJF one hundred percent wins this match. You think so? I don't. I, I think do. I think Jericho. I think I think MJF cheats to get in, ah. and there and there's going to be a, there's going to be a power struggle. Oh, for inner circle for months to come, which is eventually going to lead to a Chris Jericho face turn in AEW. Okay. Uh, we already talked about this uh, AEW Women's World Title, Hikaru Shida against Nyla Rose. We both said Shida will retain. Piece of cake. Yeah, I mean that. Honestly, that shouldn't even be up for debate. Finals of the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. This will, this will be fucking good. Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. I think we're both on the same page. No pun intended, Matt. But what are your, what is your pick? This is the this is the match I've had the hardest trouble. Oh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty set in stone for you there. Kenny and Hangman. Yeah. No, this is this is the match I'm having the this is the match that I've gone back and forth on several times because the way they've played it out on TV, there's major possibilities um, for both people. Um, I'm going to go with Kenny, but I think Kenny's going to cheat. Um, which is, which means that Hangman will get, will get a rematch after Kenny gets the title and Hangman will beat Kenny in 2021 to become the AEW champion. I know that's some, I know that's some long-term booking, but that's, that, that, that's what I'm going with. I'm going Kenny cheats to beat Hangman and goes i think kenny goes full-blown heel i i you know and i i like i wouldn't even be surprised if ftr helps kenny win and they and and he ends up being a part of their group i like i wouldn't even be surprised if that happens um and then hangman gets his redemption story and ends up beating kenny for the title yeah i yeah, I fully expected Omega to win this. I thought, you know, I, I really didn't have any doubts that that Omega was going to win. Do we get full on cleaner? I, I do. I do think there are some doubts. To be perfectly honest, like I'm not 100, I'm not 100 percent positive that this that this is going to happen. But I guess I guess we'll find out. Uh, elite deletion match: Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara, 
uh, I'm going Matt Hardy. It's gonna it's gonna be on his uh, his turf. So home field advantage, Matt. Do you agree? I would I would think Matt Hardy wins this so he can finally move on. I like at the same token, you could say that put over the Sammy, younger guy. Sammy needs it too, but like honestly, this match will have nothing to do with Sammy's story going forward. Obviously, he's going to be intertwined with MJF and the inner circle problems. So a loss here really isn't going to hurt him. I think Matt has not had a great year with AEW so far. A lot of bad luck and curses, so to speak. Um, So I think Matt getting the decisive win in his own type of match, then he can move on and do his own thing in AEW going forward. Um, So hopefully that's... Hopefully that's the direction they end up taking here. Singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. Cody Rhodes against Darby Allen. We already kind of touched on this here. Uh, Darby pretty much has to win, and uh, we'll see. I feel like I feel like he does too. We'll see if Cody. And look, he's he's already got a bunch of he's got building he's got built-in feuds with Brian Cage or Ricky Starks for title defenses. Yep. You know, if they um, do this, so I'm, I'm not sold on Cody turning heel, but I am sold on a Darby winning. <clears throat> man, I, I think I think he'd make a great heel, man. I really do. Like I, I already know he makes a great heel, and we've seen him. Oh yeah, we've seen him be the heel, Ring of Honor. So yeah, and in, in WWE, you know, at, at times too. So like we know what, what that we know what that dude's capable of. Um, I, I think he could be I think he could be an amazing heel in AEW. And especially if they're planning if the long term plan is to swap Jericho over to the babyface side, they're gonna need another main event heel um besides just M- like like the likes of MJF and Cody would absolutely fit that bill. Yeah. Um yeah, I could totally see I could totally see Jericho and Wardlow both turning babyface. Man, I look. If, I look if, forward, if I look forward to the day that Wardlow somehow, like Tony Khan, gives him his own contract, and he breaks free and beats the shit out of MJF. Like he, yeah. dude, that dude's gonna be. I really feel like he you gotta, has to you make himself a for, really. He has to make himself a really big star. Yeah. For 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 them and in the in the future. I've been saying that for a while now. Um, yeah. Oh, I think we. I, uh, I think we both have. But I'm not. I'm just not sold on MJF winning. It does make for a good story. I will be. I will be absolutely shocked if MJF doesn't win on Saturday. Yeah, I'm just not sold on it. But it would make for an interesting story going forward. AEW tag team titles. Tully Blanchard is banned from ringside. If the Young Bucks lose, they will never challenge for the tag titles again. FTR Young Bucks. I thought FTR would win this up until they put the stipulation in. And I'm like, they cannot have both Cody not going for her, the main title and Bucks not going for tag titles. So yeah, but look, it's it's one thing for a singles title, because Cody could challenge for another singles title. You can make more singles titles. Like we've already seen all the jokes online about the TNT tag team titles. You know, huh. like let's not do that. No. Like just like the Bucks need to win. Look, even if it's a short reign, even if even if FTR 
demand the rematch on Wednesday and they win the belts back on Dynamite <clears throat> and the Bucks go back on the chase, the Bucks need to leave full gear with the AEW Tag Team titles. Yeah. They absolutely positively cannot lose this match because as great as the rest of this pay-per-view will probably be, if the Young Bucks lose this match, I'm going to be a, a very angry, bitter fan coming out of this show. And I, I still think in the end, Cody is going to like right the wrong of what MJF did. And he'll eventually be able to, it, it, it it's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be next month, not even going to be next year, probably, but very long-term booking. Eventually Cody is going to be able to go for that title. He'll have to probably go through MJF to do it. MJF might be the champion by then too. So, but I, I honestly think uh, it's gonna. It would be ridiculous to have those all three of those guys not be able to go for the main titles. Uh, so yeah, the Bucks got to win this. Um, probably gonna be match of the night. Lot <laughs> a very high bar for AEW match of the year because right now that match of the year is probably sitting at Bucks against Hangman and Omega. That's yeah. a very high bar. But if anybody can do it, it can be the Bucks and FTR. To be Look, honest, dude, there's three different matches here on this show that have the potential, of like match of the year potential: Kenny and Hangman, Mox and and um, Kingston and, and Kingston and Cody and the, I, the Bucks Allen. and FTR. Cody, you could almost throw Cody and Allen in there too. I think that'll be a great match, but I don't think it'll end up being a match of the year candidate. No, but like seriously, they have the makings of three <laughs> potential match of the year candidates on this card. Yeah, that, that like, might people, make up our people. People are underestimate how amazingly stacked this card is. This is the biggest AEW pay per view card they've ever done. And and there there have been people that have complained that the build to this FTR Bucks match has not been great. It uh, hasn't. It hasn't been the best. I think the Bucks have even admitted that somewhere. But this build has been five years, not 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 one month. This and, has and, been a five look, year build. And, he, and here's the thing: it's just getting started. Yeah. As long as the Bucks win. Yeah. Like this ain't over when the Bucks win the titles. Like this is far from over. Oh no! You this know, is... <laughs> I feel like I feel like these guys will be feuding well in the 2021. Oh, this will be like the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. I don't think I'm going to get sick of seeing this match anytime this the... soon. This going to be a ten. This going to be a ten year feud, man. I don't know about I don't know about ten years, but I wouldn't mind seeing these guys tear the house down for oh, the next year. They're going to be fighting forever. I don't know. The, the one thing I the one thing I really love about <laughs> AEW, and I, I love a lot of things about AEW. But one of the things that I really love about the company is they don't beat us over the head with the same matches over and over again. Like yeah. the or the Orton and Drew Matt the Orton and Drew feud, for example. Like they, they normally they, they wrap their stuff up and they move on. That's been a good feud. Though. Um oh, dude, I'm so sick of Orton and Drew. Like I seriously I never want to see those two wrestling. I'm not I'm not it, sick of it. I know yet. we're gonna see it at least another three or four times. I'm not sick of it yet, but I'm finally starting to get sick of the Mysterio thing. Oh my God. Welcome to my world, buddy. Took me a while, but I'm there now. <laughs> it's so bad. And finally for the AEW championship and I quit match boy, this is going to be good. Uh, you know, Matt going into it, I was a hundred percent sure Moxley was going to win the match, but 
the job Eddie Kingston has done since debuting on Dynamite is nothing short of spectacular. So while I still pick Moxley, it's not in the bag like I think it's going to be. I would honestly not be surprised if Kingston wins the title here, but I'm not going to predict it. So I'm I'm I'm, um, I, I'm just I, not I'm just not on the guarantee bandwagon like I was originally when this match was going to be laid down with the stipulate. I'll give I'll give, I'll give you a 98% guarantee that Moss is winning this match. Yeah. No, I'll go I'll I'll go as high as 98% for Mox <laughs> because to me Ki- Kingston defending the title against Kenny Omega. Eh. Yeah. Like, no offense to Kingston. I love him, and I'm sure they'd make a great story out of it. But I would, I want to see Mox and Kenny meet up again yeah. after Kenny has returned to the cleaner. And yeah. you know the match that these guys already had at Full Gear last year. Yeah. So I would imagine it will be Mox and Kenny at, at Revolution in February. And, like, come on, man. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I, and like I said, I you know I, I still pick Moxley, but I there's an opening now where I could see them putting it on Kingston, and they very well, just like you said with the Bucks, they very well could put it back on Moxley eventually. Um, you know, not many world title matches on uh, on Dynamite, and if, if you did the title change and then announced one ahead of time. That'd be a big boost to 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 compete with NXT. Uh, so you know it, it's 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 a it's a more possible scenario than I would have thought when the match was first announced. Again, I still think Moxley's going to win, and yes, he's going to be on a collision course with Omega to come full circle with that that great feud that started when Moxley debuted with the company. Uh, but there could be a surprise and a road bump by giving Kingston uh, a world title based on his career and based on the work he's done short-term with AEW, I am just saying that now I don't believe it's out of the realm of possibility because of the job he's done there. And it could be more of a, hey, this is a kind of a career achievement for you to either close the pay-per-view, I don't, I, I don't know which one closes, honestly. Um, I think the tag match closes, but, uh, you know, I, I just say the doors open a lot more than it would have been when a month ago when this was announced is just what I'm saying. Yeah, I hear, I hear you. And I, I do think this closes the show. Think, okay, um, I quit. I quit closes. I think I quit closes the show. <laughs> and the only reason I say that is because Matt, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Jackson's uh, ankle injury gimmick. Um, I feel if there was no in, like no storyline injury going into this match, that that would be closing the show. Um, <clears throat> but I, I think I think boxing I think Mox and Kingston are gonna close. I, I could be wrong, um, but that that's just that's just me guessing. It's gonna so, be fun, you know. Like I said, I mean, if Kingston wins that championship, it's gonna be gonna be a lot of celebrating around the world, pro wrestling world of 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 this guy's career. So I'm just, uh, the door's open a little bit. So 
That's going to do it for this edition of Lost the Midcard. I'd like to thank SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on Spotify, iTunes, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just search for Lost the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way. Uh, typically on Wednesday, but a little special Friday episode for you here. Uh, so it's always good to subscribe. Also, uh, hit the bell icon on uh, fa- on our YouTube and uh, give us a subscribe there. Hit the bell icon. Excuse me. Hit the bell icon so you know when uh, uh, the new episodes come your way on the video version of the podcast. And uh, the links to that on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard, or on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of great tweets with the wrestling world. Matt is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And before we ride off into that sunset, get ourselves some full gear on Saturday. Matt, what are your final thoughts? As long as the Bucks win the tag team titles, I think Full Gear could go down as one of the greatest AEW pay-per-views ever. If they don't win the tag team titles and they can never challenge for them again, I'm going to be really annoyed with the show overall, no matter how great the rest of the show is. Well, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot on the line for that match yeah. that's really going to piss me off if they, if they go if they go the wrong way. Well, either so I, really, I really, really, really hope that they don't. Either they're closing or they're going to be uh, third to last, and there'll be a cooler in the uh, in between that and the title match. Yeah. So, so you won't have much to stew on after. They'll probably put Orange Cassidy and Silver after the Bucks if if they don't close the show. Um, or they'll, they'll they'll probably put Orange and Silver on second to last, no matter what. And then you you pick and choose uh, who goes first and who goes last out of those two matches. So. Uh but yeah, it. We're gonna be a. We're gonna have a, a tremendous night. We're gonna have a, a lot to talk about on <laughs> on Tuesday. There's Which, been there's been rumors going around that that Matt Jackson's actually legit injured, like it's coming from fucking Meltzer. So I'm not sure I believe it. It came out um, today that he's medically cleared. Well, that's kayfabe yeah, medically yeah, cleared. He, but. he 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 tweeted tonight. <sighs> I appreciate everyone's concern about my injury. However, I have indeed been medically cleared by my doctor to participate in Saturday's match against the Boar Horseman at Full Gear Live on pay-per-view. Thank you for the support, Matt. F the revival. Boar, (laughs) B-O-R-E? Yes, Boar, (laughs) B-O-R-E. Well, Rollins put Meltzer on blast, too, this week. Yeah, dude, I think that guy's so full of fucking shit. Like, he, he is wrong so much more than he's right. Yeah. You know, like, see, like, I really don't understand why anybody listens to him anymore. I'm, re- I'm retweeting this right now. I'm gonna I don't know. Both. I'm going to put it on both of the accounts. I'll be on the loss of the fake card account, too. Ah, so, for uh, for Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost the Midcard. Uh, we will be back at you, hope, probably on our normal time slot of Wednesday because we got to talk about the full gear reaction. Enjoy the show. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.